Hello and welcome to the 10 Minute More or Less podcast. My name is Carlos Anthony. Before I get started, I would like to thank my patrons. They went to patreon.com slash carlosanthonycomedy and are supporting what I am doing, my endeavor. I would also like to thank my sponsor, Cards Against Humanity, which is a game, I think, not really sure. Thank you, Cards Against Humanity. Not a real sponsor. Welcome to 2017 Inauguration Week. That's right, this weekend, our president-elect will have his inauguration. I remember there being a lot more excitement for inauguration when Obama was in, uh, had his inauguration. I don't know if it was because I was in the District of Columbia at the time. I was living in the District of Columbia when Obama went into his first term. So I don't really have much to compare it to, but I don't, I don't, I don't see as much news about it. I don't hear as much about it as I did when I was there. And I, I don't know if it has to do with the city or just the the news are not talking about it as much. Of course, there's a lot of talk about the people who have said that they are not going to be a part of it or that have said that they turned down invitations. I don't know. Is it going to be a huge thing? I mean, this, I know it's going to be huge because of what's going to happen, but it's going to be a huge event that millions of people are going to watch, I guess. I mean, there's a lot of people that voted for the guy and a lot of people that support the guy. So I guess it's going to be millions upon millions of people watching it and, and attending. It should be fun, I think. I, th- I think it's going to be fun after, you know, when, when they break it down and to see what took place. I think that's going to be the interesting part. To, to hear what he's going to say. Like, what's, what's his uh, speech going to be? After all the tweeting that he's been doing and stuff and all the attacks that he's been doing via Twitter, how will his speech differ from what he's been tweeting? Will he contradict himself, as he often does? Will he talk about how, how wonderful everything is and how great everything is and how amazing this person is and how great this person is? I think we're going to hear a lot of wonderful, amazing, brilliant, great, professional. I think those are some of the words that we're going to hear in his speech. I think every time he says the word great, professional, wonderful, successful, you should take a shot. That will make the inauguration an amazing experience. If you take a shot every time he uses one of his keywords, if you take a shot, I guarantee you, you will pass out before he's done talking. Like, you'll wake up the next day and you'll be like, what happened? I was watching the inauguration, taking shots, and it's Sunday or Saturday, whatever. Fun, fun, fun. Make the inauguration a drinking game. That's what should help. That should really help. Uh, 
So for the ones who didn't know, I have two dogs. I have a female and a male. Their names are Kira and Nero. They are 10 years old, so they're getting up there in age. My female dog, Kira, had a tooth taken out. And while they took one tooth, they discovered that there's another tooth that they should remove sooner rather than later. Just thinking about the cost of extracting her teeth. People get dogs. A lot of people get dogs and they're like, oh, it's so cute, blah, blah, blah. But then a lot of people don't keep in mind that these animals will age. And just as people age, you know, there's health issues and um, your movement declines and things like that. Animals like dogs have the same issues. Out of the two of them, she is the least active. She's the laziest. She's gained six pounds in like a month and a half, which is not good. And of course, as the owner, I should blame myself. My my dogs have always been grazers. For example, they always I have always been lucky enough where I can leave the food out and I know they're not going to eat it all like it's their last meal like most dogs do. But now that she's getting older, I started getting for the both of them senior food and I figure senior food is going to be good it's going to keep their weight in check and get them what they need but I was clearly mistaken because six pounds in a month and a half is not it's not good so now I've been doing some research and I found food that's um, for weight management and I'm also going to start limiting their food intake Sadly, Nero has to suffer the consequences as well. He he did gain some weight too. He only gained two pounds, which is not bad. She's really bad. So now I'm controlling their food. While I wait for the food to come, I've been giving them rice and chicken boiled. Obviously, they love it because it's different and new. Hopefully, I'll be able to bring Kira's weight down and Nero's as well. I mean, Nero should be the easiest. He's only two pounds heavier. Kira's six pounds. She's lazy. For example, when it's time to take them out for a walk and she's laying around, she won't come to the door until I have opened the door. It's like she wants to make sure that if she's going to take her time to walk from her bed to the door, that that door has to be already open and ready to go out or she is just not going to come over. Nero's so excited. He's jumping around. He's like, let's go, let's do this. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. She's like, eh, do I have to? Do I have a choice? What if we just go out when I feel like it? Because right now, you know, I'm laying around. I'm pretty comfortable. I'm, I feel good. I don't... I don't really need to go do anything. It's what I feel like she's thinking. Which is annoying. It's very annoying to have a dog that does not want to go for a walk. I have been taking them for longer walks. You know, more exercise to bring the weight down. Hopefully help. Fingers crossed. I will keep you updated on my dogs, Kira and Nero. Pretty good dogs, I will say. I think... I mean, they're my dogs. I'm probably biased. 
I think that's kind of what happens with parents when they're like, oh, my kid is like the smartest kid in school. You know, he's like the best student and blah, 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 blah. And he's a joy to be around and has tons of friends and everybody likes him. And it's like the opposite, right? It's like, shut up. Your kid isn't special. Unless he really is special. But otherwise, he's not special. He's just a kid. When he does what Doogie Hauser did, then maybe your kid will be special. Then tell me about it. Until that happens, just shh. Keep it to yourself. Shh. I think they're good dogs. I'll give them a, a 8 out of 10 in the goodness scale if you're interested going to be talking about the nintendo switch if you don't know what that is it's a new console that nintendo will be launching in march march 3rd is the launch date i was going to include that piece that me talking about the switch on this podcast but i figure you know what there might be more people listening to this who do not care about the Switch. So I'm going to put that in a separate podcast that will be available along with this one. So you have a choice. The one with the Switch is going to be labeled Nintendo Switch Talk. This, I don't know what it's going to be labeled yet. But I will be talking about the Switch. So if you're interested in in hearing my opinions and my thoughts about the Nintendo Switch, or if you just want to get some information because you don't know anything about it, then listen to the other podcast. So you're getting a two-for-one today. For It is time for news. Please, as always, don't get your news from me. All right, first story. Man caught skipping toll allegedly owes $12,000 in unpaid tolls. The poor authority of New York and New Jersey said a man pulled over for skipping a toll at a Lincoln Tunnel had more than $12,000 in unpaid tolls. Poor authority police said Julian Garcia, 42 years old, of Montville, New Jersey, was pulled over on the Jersey side of the Lincoln Tunnel at about 5.30 p.m. on Thursday for allegedly blowing through a toll booth without paying. Investigators soon discovered Garcia's vehicle was implicated in more than $12,000 in unpaid tolls and related fees. Garcia's car was impounded and he was arrested on charges of unlawful taking and theft of services. Garcia was released and is due in court February 3rd. Can you imagine that? $12,000 in unpaid tolls. How long has this guy been doing that for? That's, I, I, I don't know how much a toll is at, a, at, a, at the Lincoln Tunnel. Even, even if it was, let's say, $30, $40, which I think, I think is a lot, but that might be, I don't know. That to rack $12,000 worth of unpaid tolls, obviously including all the late fees and stuff, is, dude, just pay it. He's screwed. 
sucks. Sucks to be him. All right, second story. Man paid DMV with 298,745 pennies in pettiest revenge scheme ever. The DMV has driven one man to do something extraordinary. On December 11, Nick Stafford pushed five wheelbarrows full of loose coins into the Department of Motor Vehicles in Lebanon, Virginia, according to a statement he made on his company's website. Stafford, who has been fighting with the DMV for months, decided to pay $2,987.14 in taxes on his car with 298745 pennies. The facility's automatic coin counting machine couldn't handle the load and employers were forced to count the 1,548 pounds of change by hand. Stafford said that he arrived at the DMV at 9 a.m. Wednesday and staff was not done counting the pennies until early Thursday morning, the BBC reports. The whole thing stemmed from a long-standing grudge against the department. You ask, why go through all this trouble? Stafford wrote on his website. In 2016, I paid nearly $300,000 just in state and federal income taxes, and I have zero tolerance for any government employee refusing to follow the laws of the Commonwealth. That's why. In September, Stafford tried to call his local DMV to ask what he calls a 30-second question about where to register his car and pay the sales tax since he owns multiple houses in the area. The phone number listed online put him on hold for over an hour. A direct line to the Lebanon DMV wasn't listed online, so he made a Freedom of Information Act request for the number which he was given. Scout kind of right sounds like a pain in the ass. When Stafford called, the person who answered told him he wasn't allowed to call that number and hung up on him. He called the same number repeatedly until he finally had his question answered. Yet, to prove a point, he called the number again and requested the private and listed numbers of nine other DMV offices in Virginia. The Lebanon DMV refused, so Stafford took them to court. This guy does sounds like a fucking pig. Oh my god, can you imagine dealing with this guy on a daily basis? If they were going to inconvenience me, then I was going to inconvenience them, he told the Bristol Herald Courier. Really? I want what I want. I want what I want. Such a fucking baby. Stafford dropped $165 to file three lawsuits in Russell County General District Court. One lawsuit was against the Lebanon DMV itself, and two were against specific employees. On December 10th, a judge dismissed all the lawsuits when Stafford was provided all the phone numbers in court by a representative for the state's attorney general. Yeah, just give me the numbers and fucking get him out of the way. Stafford has posted all of these numbers on his website. I think the backbone to our republic and our democracy is open government and transparency in government. And it shocks me that a lot of people don't know the power of FOIA, also known as the Freedom of Information Act, Stafford told the Herald Courier. Yet, Stafford wasn't done because he is a major asshole in a pain 
in as of the world. Less than 24 hours later, he collected hundreds of rolls of pennies to pay his taxes at the DMV, like a good asshole will do. He then hired 11 people at $10 an hour to help him break open the roll coins. It took them 4 hours to do this, costing Stafford $440. He then bought the 5 wheelbarrows which cost him another $400. All in all, Stafford spent $1,005 to get 10 phone numbers and drop off a bunch of pennies in the DMV. Not to mention the $2,987.14 he had to pay in taxes, which he happily brought to the DMV on Wednesday morning. The DMV had to accept his form of payment because the U.S. Coinage Act of 1965 says that coins are legal tender for all debts, public charges, taxes, and dues. According to Stafford, the employees of the DMV did not cause a fuss. The DMV employees are being very respectful and accommodating considering the situation, he wrote on his website. Considering what situation, the situation that you created because you're a fucking baby, really, seriously, this man has nothing better to do with his time and his life. Like, how pathetic can you be to do this? And what I would like to know is what were you trying to prove? Like, what was your point? Were you trying to prove that you are... A childish man? Is that what you were trying to prove? Because you accomplished it. We have read this story and how pathetic and pity you are. Really? This guy... Fuck this guy. Alright, that is all for today. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Carlos Anthony. If you go to patreon.com slash Anthony comedy you'll be able to see what i'm trying to do and maybe support me and help me out help me grow this thing i also do stand-up comedy i have a show coming up in february you can get more details on facebook.com slash carlos anthony comedy and if you just want to follow me on twitter you can find me at c anthony is fun thank you very much have a great week